Yeah, so here's to surviving. Anyone listening, I promise you, we are going to get back on track to Dubai. So Dubai <laughs> episode one. Um, this was all about intros, and I wanted us to be able to meet our new co-host. And um, now we get into the ladies. So what? let's start with our girls. So far, episode one, I don't know what she's done since then, but I... Yes, Caroline Brooks is messy as hell, but I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, Caroline <laughs> Brooks. I don't know because I'm so ahead in the yeah. episodes. Oh than no, you are, so worse? No. I, it's with Caroline. It's like I liked her at first because she was a, she's an Afro Latina. She's from Honduras. Right. I, you know, from my little livelihood, yeah. I haven't seen an actual. Latina from Honduras on TV. She might is you she know? your first Afro Latina housewife? I think so. I ass- right? I would believe that she is because none of the other yeah I was so yeah because so. we've only had like two Latinas in general in the whole series the whole franchise yeah so oh I'm sorry excluding Miami one. sorry Miami excluding um, Miami yeah. she's the first yes. yeah Afro Latina um, yeah I don't. Okay, from the first episode. Okay, so I'm gonna. So first episode, thought... we're just doing intros. What we know about her is she's got the two places. I still like want to know, especially now on the on the heels of the Jen Shaw thing. I want to know how she made all that money. <laughs> and that's what I want to know too, because she said that her ex husband, her ex husband and she her ex boyfriend. No, she didn't take anything. And also the ex-husband and the boyfriend is funding her new med spa. Hmm. So I didn't really, even up to where I am now, I didn't really get a keen on how she makes her money. Right. Because they kind of did lay it out for the rest of them. But when we got to Caroline Brooks, I was paying attention because I was like, oh, what does she do? Because she has the two properties. And we already know Dubai is hella expensive. Like, I'm like, what does she do? And now on the heels of Jen Shaw, I'm like, oh, God. And Erica Jane. And Erica Erica Jane. Jane, Erica Jane. Um, I say Jen Shaw only because Jen Shaw is not the spouse. She's the primary in this thing (laughs) of making money where Erica Jane is the spouse. So like here, Caroline Brooks would be the primary. There's no spouse, right? Wait, is she married? No, right? No, okay. no. Oh, that's is right. Ex husband. That's right. That's right. Um. So episode one so far. Um. Okay. Let's take it back. Who's your favorite when you start out? I know you guys are in real time, like on episode six or seven. But right now, my favorite because she's just funny to me. I I get that it's conceited, but there's something. I like I don't believe she believes what she says. I think she says it just to have a reaction and and it makes me laugh. I Chanel Ayon. Yes. <laughs> I love her. I'm living for her right now. I love Chanel Ayon for her fashions. Her fashions yes. they it's it's something you would want. I feel like in a housewife, you would want she's like a Marlo <laughs> to she's me. She's gorgeous. With the fashions, you know, it's always a hit. Some outfits are a little of a miss to me, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not a supermodel, so I don't know better. Um, my favorite is Lisa. Lisa. Oh, yes. She's a peacemaker. I do like her. Yes. Lisa, Lisa doesn't beat. She is very gorgeous. She does not beat around the bush to me. And watching all the episodes until real time now, she 
keeps the same face, if that makes sense. Yeah. She's not, she's not flip-floppy, like, <clears throat> Brooks. Yeah, I saw that at the episode, episode one, she was doing it already. Because um, we and... saw her make the call to Lisa, and then her acting like she didn't say none of that at the end of the episode right. at the table. <laughs> and I was like, girl, this yes. camera's rolling. I pulled, you know, I was like, wait. <laughs> so, to be honest, Brooks is really not my favorite. I know. You know? And neither and neither is Stanberry either. And Stanberry's not my favorite because I see the microaggression that she does with Chanel Ion. Now, um, were you a Stanberry fan from Ladies of London? Yes, I was. Oh, I so you know was. her background. I don't know anything about her. I wasn't I never watched Ladies of London. So I, I didn't come into it. I remember when I posted the first image of Dubai and I was like, who's this white lady? And everybody fucking came <laughs> for me. And everybody was like, how dare you, the disrespect. And I was like, I'm sorry. I was just excited they were brown people. Like, I didn't of know. Of course. <laughs> I didn't know. Because you, you, you see the brown people first. And then you're yeah. like, who are these fucks of white people? Where, who are yeah, them? I did the head count. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so even though Ladies of London was many moons ago, um, I so loved her on that show. Yeah. yeah, I came in on a fan because of her. Okay, um, because I've heard I like her character. Very disappointed because who she is, she says now that she's calm, who she is on Dubai is more calm and relaxed. I don't believe that because it's like, um, no, miss, you're still who you are. You're just more of an asshole at this point, <laughs> you know, especially with the microaggression that she does with Chanel Ion. Um, I'm totally over it. I'm totally beyond over her relationship with her and Sergio. I don't know what she saw in him, but I don't see it. He's he's a child. He's literally a child. He doesn't even know where children come from. Okay? He doesn't even oh understand god. the anatomy of how that process works. Oh my god. So I'm just like, and what money does he have? I believe he played soccer in Spain, but it wasn't enough for him to afford um, the necklace that she was trying on that was more than $5 million or so, Ooh. I believe. So, so this like, is her is money. money coming from? Yeah, this is her money. Which because- is one of the questions I wrote here. Um, I was going to ask you, what do you think? Because there's, there's that little, the little um, slide uh, between, I think it is, uh, is it Lisa or Lessa? Lessa? Between I think Lessa. it's it's Lisa. Lisa, okay, but, but they spell it like Lessa. Oh, okay, Lisa and Ayan. Why do they call her by her last name? I always want to call her Chanel, but they call her Ayan, right? On on the show, do they still call I mean, her? They Ayan? they say they say the same thing. They call they say both Chanel Ayan. Oh, okay, it's a whole. Well, thing. from okay. for sometimes when I listen, but I call her by her first name Chanel. Chanel, I feel like okay. Ayan's long yeah um chanel and and lisa are are doing the the thing talking about her um the relationship and then is it this is why i love chanel is because she says the things that i would think but that i would never say like where she's (laughs) she says uh uh she's like their love is only instagram or something like that it's an instagram love story or i don't know is it her or brooks one of them makes that comment and I died. I was cracking up. And they're just kind of alluding to the fact that it's it's all bullshit, you know. So that was my it question gives, to it you. Gives what do you bull- think? It gives bullshit. Especially because you're a fan of, of Stanley. Yeah, it, 
it it made me not like her. Um, the only line, the only line that I enjoyed from Stanberry was when she said, "I'm sorry for her trauma, but she's not gonna add to mine." And that was in, I believe, episode one. Yes, it was in episode one when she said, no, episode two when she said that. And that's the only line that I like from her. Outside of that, as the season progressed, I do not like Stanberry anymore. I'm, I unfollowed her off of Instagram. Oh, that's serious. That's serious. I unfollowed her off of the Instagram. <laughs> Because I just, especially with her and Sergio, I'm not seeing the connection. He's literally at every single event that wherever Caroline is, she, he has to show up. Like she's his, like she, he is her dog or something. I don't know. Like, well, is maybe a support animal. Like, what yeah, is Yeah, maybe, maybe that might be, um, maybe because, and I don't know her because I wasn't like a Ladies of London fan. I don't know anything about her. So I'm going into it brand new, um, like not, not knowing anything. What I did know was um, that might be a life I would definitely uh, want, having smoothies in bed uh, first thing in the morning. And like, he might be a a boy toy, or as they say on Dubai, toy Well, that's boy. what they call him. That's what they <laughs> yeah. call him. But at least yeah. pick someone who has some type of brains on them. You know, you can look pretty on the outside, but is the screws running in the inside? But Are maybe she married, I don't know her ex-husband. Was he very smart? Maybe she decided to go the other route. Yeah, he was very smart. I don't know if he was in, I can't remember if he was in investments or so, but him and Sergio are polar opposites. Maybe that's I'm why. I'm going to tell you that now. Yeah, polar maybe she said, opposite. I've been down that road. Let me go down the road less traveled. <laughs> maybe Stan Barry is, is doing that. <laughs> but she well, she's a better him. woman. Yeah, she's a better woman than me. And she, you know, because me, I'm not supporting no man. I'm sorry. I could be the breadwinner, but I'm not supporting no man. You have to come with some type of job. You know, your mental... Unless she's know. that rich, right? I don't know how rich she is. Like I said, I, I don't mean, know anything well, about she's her. Also an, she's also an influencer, you know, so... I mean, but Dubai money, now I'm understanding the pay scale is like extraordinary amounts of money that you need to live, right? Yes. So does she like... Does she? Because the only way I could see she her comes from money. Oh, she comes from money. Okay. Yeah, her parents have money for sure. Oh, so okay. she does come with her own. Okay. On top of her being an influencer and whatever you know. she got in the divorce, right? Right. So, like, the only way I could maybe, maybe, and I don't know her character, but from what you're telling me, because the in this first episode we don't know much about him besides that he's very young, very tanned. Both of them. Um, spent a lot of time at a tanning booth and um, <laughs> that was the first thing I noticed I was like wow these tans um, but <laughs> uh, they look weird when they're not natural right yeah yeah it stood out right away that was the first thing I saw and then it was funny because I forget who visits her and then she's like oh you look very tan I was like right she, they do um, but I think it was Caroline Brooks and Sarah <laughs> yeah they're like wow you guys look really tan um, but yeah maybe if her ex cheated on her and she got a ton of money that is the only way I could see her being okay with spending money because it's not yours it's like your husband's money and I'll spend it on a boy toy like you did to me that's the only thing maybe maybe I could rationalize but quien sabe right like right. I don't know her that well to know 
<laughs> to know she's like doing that. Um, but yeah, that's sad to hear that leading up to it. Um, he's not gonna I, I don't know if it's love or not. I didn't get love vibes. I got it doesn't give you vibe. love vibes. No, <laughs> it gives you like I'm settling vibes. And yeah, I but I said like, yes, I, I'm settling vibes. Yeah. That's a good one. And but it's like you can do better. But, but she you like know really what? went through it to marry him. That was another thing. They couldn't marry yeah. him because what was it? She's Jewish and he's yeah. Catholic. Catholic. Yeah. And Dubai his said dad, absolutely not. Which was his interesting. Dad, hey, his dad asked him how much money or his dad was willing to give him a lump sum amount of money to not marry Stanberry. <gasps> Wow, because his parents are not fond of the relationship. Well, see, then he you might know? not be a gold digger because he, wouldn't he have just taken the money? <laughs> I'm been like, I mean, okay, I can't. But you know what? He could play the long run. I don't think they signed a prenup. Ah, and well, she's in like her mid forties. He wants yeah, a child. She's forty three. I saw on a clip yeah. of Watch What Happens Live. She's saying she's trying to have a baby. I was like, ma'am. Yeah, no. and, she, and she's like, you know, and she's already a surrogate. Three. Yeah, she already has three. And, and then you guys all over? No. Yeah, and she's like, well, she'll carry it and Sergio will take care of it. That's oh. what she said. She wants no part of it. But <laughs> even then, <laughs> yeah, basically. And even then, um, well, see, you're not even ahead yet. But before, okay, I'll give you like it. a uh-huh. little snippet. Uh-huh. Um, when after, I think it was like, like uh the post wedding they were doing like a brunch with chanel and lisa and juliet and her ex-sister-in-law they were there and then they were saying how old oh, caroline was talking about oh you know he wants a baby and the ex-sister-in-law was like why would you have a baby you didn't know like you have preeclampsia you almost died with the twins and sergio goes well if something's going on midway we could take out the baby and put it somewhere else <gasps> and put it in some and put it in somebody else and then no, looking sir. at him like it does not work that way we are not incubators <laughs> <laughs> and then on top of that um i think it's in the fourth or so episode when they're looking at their new house that they're building sergio and stanberry um she's like oh well you know maybe we can do a surrogate he was like no i don't want to do a surrogate because it's not going to look like us and she was like what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean if we do a surrogate, it's not going to look like us? Of course it's going to look like us. It's my egg, your sperm into somebody else carrying me. He was like, no, I don't want that. And I'm like, okay. So clearly you don't really have this lady's health in mind. Right. You're only concerned about yourself having a child. And you don't but even see, know how the anatomy works. He's 27. She's 42 at the time. Like, what were you thinking? And that's my point. Like you're with a child. His, br- what is it? How they say the frontal lobe didn't. Oh yeah, it's been fully formed. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So and I for don't him to be at the age that he is, he seems so like simple-minded on these things. I'm like, yeah. are they still together what? in real time? Yeah, they're still together in real time. Mm. But how long is that gonna last, though? I but it's just sad because from what I've heard from the fandom she was just like such a power player and you know that he this is just going to end up in him being caught at some point with a younger woman yeah I mean of course like did we not learn anything from every story ever you know no (laughs) 
the age gap is so huge. Yeah. You know, I'm seeing, and that's why her dad was like, you could have went with somebody that was in his mid 50s. You didn't yeah. have to choose someone who's still like Yeah. We're like, the what same are you thinking? age. Like, that, but the, the gap is too big. It's too much. You know, I wouldn't you know, even date and- anyone like five years younger than me because it's like a world of of different bullshit mm-hmm. yeah i wouldn't even i wouldn't even date someone that's a year under me okay <laughs> so please but then at the same time i know people can be like how can you not see those two together when if it was reversed and it was a 43 year old man dating a 27 year old woman i feel like it'll be it's different because you know a woman to an extent knows what she's getting into yeah you know, and I've she's been asked not... that before too, and I'm like, I do have a double standard, so yeah, <laughs> I would be okay with it, yeah. But if Sergio had more brains on him and he wasn't displaying what he displayed so far, then I wouldn't have the comments I have now. Well, you and know if what he I mean? Like, if he genuinely, if I thought he genuinely loved her and was not pushing to have this baby and whatnot, like that would be different because yeah, he was the one tell. pushing for the baby he we was the one he's the one pushing for the wedding yeah and even after the wedding um and they woke up together or was it after the wedding or after the in- engagement party like she woke up the next they woke up in bed the next day and she, i guess she seemed irritated and he was just asking her a whole bunch of questions and it seemed like she got more irritated <laughs> mm. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Who are you guys making this work for? Because your kids don't really like him too much, okay? Um, His parents wanted to pay him off not to be with you. I would take these as signs, as an, as an omen. Don't do it. Do we think what are it's you just really getting out of it? BDE, is it just the sex? Is, is it just amazing dick? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I feel like it has to be. Because you have made a great part. case as to why he is not good for her. <laughs> He's, he doesn't have any real money of his own from from what I'm from what I'm gearing towards, you know, and from what everyone else is saying. Because he only played, he didn't play on the major leagues of Madrid. He played on their, like, you know, their other leads, like their watered down leads, you know? So he didn't have that much money. Um, but it's just, I don't, I don't know. It, it could be BDE. It could be, it could be that she has a companion that's going to be glued to her every step of the way. You know, maybe he'll be changing her diapers when she gets old. I don't know. Oh, but it's it's weird. <laughs> oh, see, and that's why I can't ever date younger. Like, I never want to be the older one in a relationship. Like, it, my mind, my vanity cannot handle no. that. I just can't. Um, but this hen party, going back to right now that they're in love, I guess, or they're still in love. Um. I don't know how much they've talked about this. You've you've probably seen more than I have, but I love how we just kind of like, like just gloss over a lot of these little things about Dubai, like the fact that they had to get married elsewhere. It, it's just kind of like a blurb, right? And then yeah. there's no alcohol. And like, I, I get that they're trying to sell us this whole image of luxury, honey, and this and that. And I get it. I'm buying it. But also I'm paying attention. I'm like, yo, you can't fucking drink. <laughs> like, except on the ocean where there's no law. 
Like, um, or unless you're at like a, a <laughs> restaurant or something, and then it's, but, it's probably limited, right? Like, yeah. Um, and then two op- opposing religions can't get married. Uh, that's interesting. Um, it's very interesting. Twelve hundred dollars for ice to ice her pool, Lisa. Yeah, like, I mean, there's a lot of things here where I'm just like, huh uh interesting <laughs> you know i mean like, it's not it's not selling me to live in dubai absolutely honestly. not <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not um but we're better off here where yeah we are. exactly um all of that is just kind of like glossed over um so i'm i did see right when episode one came out i need to go back and find it i'm sure i saved it but there was someone that wrote a big article a political piece on how they are skillfully avoiding the fact that and i don't know because i'm not middle eastern so i don't want to like speak on it i'm just telling you what the article byline i didn't even fucking read the whole thing yet but they the whoever wrote it was just saying how they are not focusing on i guess like the attacks made on women's right and humanity in dubai that it is conveniently left out uh, of the narrative which i found interesting because i mean you know it's it's ironic right because it's like on the one hand here's writers saying they're not telling the whole story on the other hand it is the first time we've had so much diversity on a fucking cast so i'm i'm you know i just look at it like these two sides like here in quote the united states where up until Roe versus Wade, we had more freedoms in the modern world. Um, we also, it's the whiteness of it all. Like I never see um, cast that is brown skin, you know? Um, and I've said this before, you know, even, I'm not even just talking about Latinas because we had Gadi who was on Dallas, who was white, white passing. Um, I'm talking about skin tone, everyone. Don't send me DMs. Um, she looks like a white lady, mm-hmm. you know, Miami, they, they're white passing in skin color. Alexia, yeah. Right. I'm not saying that they're not Latina. I know they're Latina. I'm proud. I've had many conversations. I love Alexia. She's one of my favorites. Um, I'm not saying that if you're white Latinas, you're not Latina. No, I get it. My sister's a redhead with blue eyes and white skin. Like she, and she does not say she's a white woman. She's very proud to be latina mexican i get it what i'm saying is how the world perceives you the world doesn't know your latin yes. until you speak or until something the world perceives you as white passing women and so most of the cast even latinas even joyce who i know there's a lot of love for her season two or three of beverly hills who was puerto rican the only puerto rican housewife brunette but still not I wouldn't say she was like woman of color, you know, I'm just talking skin tone. So um, I never see anyone. I can't think. Oh, you know, who was the only one that was brown? Uh, fucking Kelly Dodd, who was horrible. Uh, Rich's ass Mexican. I didn't even know like, she was Mexican, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know she was Mexican. I mean, it's like hidden. Until like, she, she said it. Yeah, but like also she never said it until that day, right? So like... Um, exactly that's what i'm yeah. saying i didn't even know she was mexican until she said it because i'm like yeah. you've never said anything of all the times you've been on have been on orange county you've never said you were 
Mexican descent yeah, or anything. Yeah, I was, I was really like because when you look at your mom, her mom looks white. Yeah, yeah, her her mom does. She's she's Bobby. She goes by Bobby, right? Yeah. And then I started looking up all her. I'm like, maybe she's not. Maybe there's just like one parent. No, she's like both sides. Like she is Mexican, Mexican. Um, but she's the only brown skin Latina I've ever seen on any of the franchises. So I was really excited about Dubai. But then again, I don't know the politics of Dubai. They're all like like uh, Brooke says, right. They're all expats. Um, so maybe it's cause they're American. I think there's only two actual middle Eastern women, right. Uh, Sarah and Nina. Um, yes, but Nina doesn't really have much tradition. So oh, she's the one raised in I'm Texas, saying. right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even with, so Nina doesn't really give us tradition, right? She doesn't really give us much of anything in regards to like her culture um it's more so sarah giving that giving that to us um but even then i have seen some commentators posting that whatever sarah is doing in regards to this season is not her it's not real okay and it's all (laughs) Because also in season, in the first episode, no, the second episode where, um, what's her name? Sarah wanted her son to sit on the floor. I just saw that. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To eat. eat. And the son's looking at her like, it looked like to me, he's like, girl, we don't do this on a regular day. Don't do this while this camera's here. That's what the (laughs) son was giving to me. Because he was like, I don't, because he said, I don't want to do this. Yeah, he kept saying it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I want to sit at the regular table. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, so uh, do you guys not normally do this? Or you just, you know, from Sarah's view, I like it to an extent. But sometimes it does feel like she's trying to portray someone else that she's not. You know, like she's, it's, it's, you're giving us a lot of fillers. But who are you? And that's very possible. Um I did love them both being opposite ends of the cultural coin because I feel like that's very actually that was one of my notes I made I feel like that's very on point with a lot of things Latinas go through right like you even said at the right. beginning there's a lot of us don't speak Spanish some some of us do some of us don't um some of us carry culture some of us don't I do I'm very 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 immersed in my culture I'm one of those uh Mexicana Chicanas where like um I'm I'm just all about it. But my sister is not. <laughs> so it's like yeah. me passing on a lot of tradition to my niece. Um, but like, like my sister is just like going to work, coming home. Like she's, she just doesn't, you know. And so that's where I kind of step in. My mom wasn't even really... And my mom's from Mexico, but my, my mom's always like, like sometimes when I travel to Mexico, I've told her like, do you want to go with me? She's like, no, why? <laughs> like oh, she's legit told wow. me. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, yo aquí me quedo en mi casa. <laughs> okay. She's like, yeah, she's like, Sube, pero yo aquí me quedo. <laughs> and, and I think it's funny because I imagine in her mind, I've never asked her, but I imagine she's like, girl, I went through everything to get here. Why are you running back? You know? Okay. <laughs> 
and I get that view too, especially if they don't have nothing back home. What's the point of going back there? Yeah, like for her, I even told her recently, like I haven't, I haven't gone to the mercados in a while. I was like, do you want to go with me? And she's like, no, like it's hot, <laughs> it's hot. There's monkey box. No, you know. Um, but I do. I'm all about it. So I think, um, maybe. And I don't know because I'm still on episode one, but I did watch the first few minutes of episode two with that whole food eating on the floor thing. And I was like, I did wonder. I'm like, I wonder how that goes over with people, Um, because I don't know, maybe that's like some for me anyways, or or, uh, you know, people now doing the whole awas and spa water like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it's like a trend I don't know um, but I do like seeing it as a viewer to see other culture right oh for sure like I, I, don't know I if love you on a show or not but I like it I appreciate it <laughs> no and it's like I it's with her in regards to like showing us her culture and you know when um, she bought Nina over to her dad's place so they could have dinner and stuff like that like I appreciate things like that but it's when she's like trying to be peacemaker, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. It's like we we don't as much as she gives us, we still don't know enough. And that's about Sarah, her. right? And then Nina yeah, is the one from Texas. Okay. Yes. Nina's so what do you think Texas. about Nina so far? <sighs> Nina gives me stale. Oh. Um, she gives me stale. Outside of her husband, they're building this new three-story town penthouse. Um, she's not really giving. No. What? Okay. So with Nina, my issue is with her. Um, I think I got this. That Okay, yes. In episode two, I know you didn't watch all of it, but when Lisa and Chanel have a conversation uh-huh lisa. um okay. yes lisa was warned no it was brooks and lisa having a conversation um lisa was warned by nina not to befriend stanberry right okay and lisa and brooks had that conversation and it's like odd to me because when nina is with stanberry Nina's more so kissing Stanberry's ass to me, mm-hmm. you know, because if her and Chanel, because word on the street, because they they give little tidbits that Nina and Chanel Ion were more closer than Nina is with Stanberry. Okay. So when they had that fight or that that disagreement on episode one. Chanel was confused on why Nina didn't stick up for her or, you know, help defuse the situation. Oh, and okay. as, you know, and as, and even in episode two, when Chanel and Nina were talking about it, Nina didn't really seem phased. You know, she just like, was like, okay, whatever, this is not my problem. Me and, Sh- me and Stanberry are cool. You and her are not cool. That's not my problem. But in the sense, Chanel's like, but your loyalty is kind of technically to me because we've been friends longer, you know? So I don't know if Nina is, stick- even during the, when they um, filmed the reunion, that the group is separated. 
Of course, mm. it's Lisa. It's Lisa and Chanel, and then you have the group with Brooks, Sarah, uh, Brooks, Sarah, Nina, and Stanberry. Oh, the new Fox Four Five or whatever they call it. Yes. <laughs> so the it's separated now. Actually, and- just real quick, what did you think about? I saw it while I was in San Antonio. The whole Lisa Rinna comment. I thought she and, mm. and I, you know, here's the thing. I'm not a Lisa Rinna fan at all. Neither but am I. I thought she just meant because they were boring. Um, that's what I took it as. But if she would have said, go watch Atlanta, Potomac, and Dubai, then I'd be like, why are you only pointing out the ones with Black cast members? But I thought she threw a dig at Dubai because their ratings are the lowest right now of all the franchises, which is weird because I think they're really fascinating. Uh, I don't know if it gets more boring. I'll ask you that also. But first, what was your opinion <laughs> Um, about the comment made because I saw that that was huge hot topic. Anything um, that comes out of Lisa's mouth, Lisa <laughs> mouth, I don't like. I, I, you know what? That's I, uh, questionable. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it is. Anything that comes out of her mouth, it, there's no, there's no, there's no weight to it. You know, it's just like you're popping your lips for what? But did you, you think know? it was racist or her just trying to be shady? Her just trying to be shady. That's what um, I thought I didn't too. Really, I didn't really take race into it because I'm like, what does Dubai have to do with what does Dubai have to do with this? That's what I you thought know? too. But I thought what, she was just this... saying because they were boring. I didn't because you know how I love that. how they all fight about ratings. That's what I love about them. They all have ratings fights, <laughs> and I guess Which I don't know for them. what. You know, <laughs> it's the housewives thing. <laughs> Cause you know that they'll always throw those like the they'll throw the ratings up like like two million tonight and then some kind of comment and I'm like we don't care but I guess to them obviously you know to <laughs> so, me the ratings don't matter it's if you're yeah. gonna get a contract when you come <laughs> right. back that's what right. matters but Dubai some of them the, don't need you Dubai's the lowest um at that point because I then I googled it right so but do you think that if if they still are, I don't know. By the time I edit this and upload it, I don't know if they'll still be on the bottom or the top. But do you think they're entertaining? Like, what are your? Well, actually, before I ask you your your thoughts on that, let me let me go back. Um, back to this fight. That was my last uh, question for this first episode. Um, I love Chanel. First of all, <laughs> I don't. I know the stuff she says sounds serious, but I don't take it serious. I think she's putting on a show, um, but not in the weird kind of way like she's acting. I think that's genuinely her. But I think like there's a a deep heart in there and she's kind of just joking as like, this is what people expect me to say is what I'm going to say. Like when she sat down and she said, um, oh, I know. I looked at myself in the mirror and I was so beautiful. And I thought, oh my God, I look so beautiful. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. But we all need a character <laughs> like that on, yes. on a housewife, on a, any show, you she know? Made me laugh so much. But do you think it's rude to have a conversation? And that was totally Caroline stirring that up. Caroline Brooks, um, bringing it up over and over and over just to get at Chanel. But do you think it's rude? That's a question I'm going to ask in the stories. Is it rude to talk about an event if like some of the people at the table weren't there? Yeah, especially if they were purposely <laughs> not invited. Why are you discussing something that I was purposely not invited to? You know, I, it's, why are you bringing... You guys can have your own dinner and talk it up there. I think it's rude, personally. No, it is very rude. <laughs> especially if you're un... If the specific is you were unintentionally invited. Okay, 
So why would I want you discussing that in front of me? <laughs> Let's talk it's about rude. something else. I love her. Let's talk about something else that I was involved in. That's one for me. Like these are honest thoughts. I think that's why I like Chanel. I think most people think that, but don't say it. But like that's what you would probably think if you were in her position. <laughs> yeah, because it's like why why was why are we talking about this? I wasn't there. We don't need wow. to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about something that i was at which is way more fun okay <laughs> she just really makes me laugh i feel like i've met people like that um i think if i if i was her real friend i would love her and adore her and i would laugh a lot but i think i hope down the road we see a lot more of her true heart i think she's a softy um underneath it all because there's moments of vulnerability like when she's with her glam squad because she trusts them and they mm -hmm. said you know the rumors about her having a nose job she said nose job honey we don't even have a doctor in my village in kenya like okay. she's very that's a very vulnerable statement you know um, yeah so i think she's sweet i like her I yeah like her. i like her a lot that, she gives us that quirkiness that we need <laughs> like sutton does or like when lisa oh, Vanderpump I hate does. Sutton, but i used to love sutton <laughs> oh, yeah. are you a sutton fan but ella not so much of a sutton fan um her, some of her characteristics i agree with some of them i don't agree with i look at her a little sideways personally but um, what I do like about Sutton is she's through and through on who she is yeah, and what she says. She stands by and it, to yeah. me, yeah, and to me, I respect anyone who is true on what they say and they stand on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so far, now Sutton, good or bad, good or good bad? or bad, okay, good, good or bad. As long as you're standing by whatever <laughs> yeah. you ca whatever came out of your mouth yeah. and whatever you did, you're good to me because yeah. uh, unlike Erica. <laughs> who doesn't take accountability <laughs> it's like no i don't like you because you're never accountable you don't even show that you have sympathy for people you know so well, but isn't that true to wrong, her character though um, never... to an extent because like, it's like i would you... never expect her to be nice she wasn't nice to begin with <laughs> like that's no what I'm she wasn't about <laughs> unless it's about unless it's about erica she doesn't really show sympathy right. to anyone else that's why i'm always confused that people come at her for being nice because i'm like did i watch the wrong show she was never nice to begin with like no I she would, wasn't i would never expect her to be different than what she, this is very on character this is how i've always seen her especially in regards, her. <laughs> yeah especially in regards to this season where kyle's like oh my god like let erica be free she's letting her hair down she's living oh, you know her best life. and i'm just like um no kyle what the fuck are you seeing because we're not seeing the same thing no okay? i agree and with garcelle on that she made a good point she said i think she's just trying to distract i think it was garcelle that said i think she's just trying to distract us with like the shit show of her life i'm paraphrasing yeah um yeah for sure because she doesn't want people to talk about yeah. her lawsuits and what's going on because yeah. you saw what happened last season you know she was threatening Sutton and Sutton's like and mind you Sutton was the only one who offered her cash I mean help. I'm so mixed with that because I really stand by Erica on that I'm scrappy that way and I I'm very proud to say I'm from like what people would call 
like the ghetto or street areas, whatever. Um, I don't shy away from it. Don't fucking come for me. You know, like I, I will claw you back, you know? So like, I'm always, I, but I know I stand on the unpopular opinion on that. I know. <laughs> like, I know, well but the aware. thing is, it's like, people are asking Erica genuine questions, you know, cause, and instead of me asking the press, instead of me asking someone that knows you, I want to get it from you. Okay, I'm asking you these questions, so I'm not coming up with my own conclusions on what's going on. And if you feel like someone who who is assumed to be your friend, the thing is, if Kyle, Doree, and Rena, if they were asking her these questions, would she react the same? But But we know that they wouldn't. Yeah, but they know we would. We know that they wouldn't ask her those questions. Yeah, you know, they're not going to get in her business. We know that. So for Sutton to ask, she's genuinely concerned because she's like, well, just in case, I don't want to be brought into whatever bullshit you have going on. But see, on, I know? don't think, like, I put myself in those shoes. If you were to ask me over and over, then I know you're not my friend. You're not asking because you're concerned for me, especially because you said you're concerned for yourself. You can get the fuck away from me then because you're obviously not someone <laughs> who believes me, who's here for me. But to your point... I also said, yeah, Sutton doesn't owe her an ounce of loyalty, though. She's not her friend. No. So, like, she can ask those questions. Like, she's not your girl. Um, Right. So, like, to your point, I do, on that minor point, I feel like, well, but Sutton, like, I get the loyalty thing. And the problem is that Erica fell for the first cardinal rule. Not all skin folk are your kin folk. Erica okay. thought because they're from Georgia, they had this moment in the spa. She offered you cash. Erica took her in and thought, this is one of my girls. And then Sutton was like, I don't really know you like that. I was just like Southern hospitality. Here's what I really think. And am I in trouble? Cause I'm concerned for myself. And so Erica was like, oh okay you can go fuck yourself then but like that's bad on you why would you think she's your girl just because all these other things like she hasn't she doesn't know you she's only known you for like six months right Um, whereas to these other bitches well yeah they and i only say that because i was on the other end of the coin i put this in the instagram stories we once had a friend same similar situation where our friend our good friend of 10 plus years was the spouse one day her spouse um gets arrested fbi brought in the whole thing turns out he was scheming money like under the table at his work but it was him and a bunch of other guys and they had a government job and right away i mean i don't know how long they were investigating but it overnight it felt like boom they were arrested seized assets all this kind of shit to this day we still wonder if she knew or didn't <laughs> and this was now 10 years ago um but with erica she's i don't personally feel like she's innocent because look at all the money well that's that's what i was saying with uh, when i talked about my friend how do you not know and these were the conversations we were having as the friends so like we would have been the lisa rinas the kyle's we never told her shit to her face though we never asked her shit to her face, but behind you better than doors, me. If you better than me. If we've, been fr- if, we've, if we've been friends for more than five plus years, I feel like I should be able to ask you these questions. 
well, you, you know, because you can, right? But will but you it's take at the... my word or will you keep at it? I mean, I'm gonna take what you give me, and then I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna, t- I'm going to investigate that. You know? <laughs> I mean, right? Just, just, just for people in general. I don't know if the rest of the world's like this. I don't take everything people say to me, yeah, verbatim. Right? I don't. Yeah. You know, um, me being a Pisces as well. Like, I'm always questioning. What, you can tell me the sky's blue. I know the sky's blue, but I'm gonna question it. Like, do you really believe the sky is blue? Or you I think that's why we love Gar. That, this is why I love Garcelle when she's in scenes with Erica, because Garcelle always has that therapist face. Like, okay, that's what you want to believe today. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I fucking die every time. <laughs> you know like okay okay Okay, erica um yeah like that's what you want to say to me okay um but then i put myself in the shoes of the friend i she okay we asked and we tiptoed around it much like i saw kyle and them do where we're like well did you have any idea you know and then she did the whole spouse i had no idea i don't know i don't carry the books blah 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 i don't take care of the finances but behind closed doors, amongst the friends, we would then go to like village in and have our own debriefing. Like, did she really know? <laughs> did she not know? And we're still torn. We're like, how could you not know? That's kind of the answer that we always come to. And every now and then, like our, our friendships faded over the years. But every now and then when I get together and we bring it up, I'll be like, what do you guys think now? And we still don't know. But I think it's because the ultimate answer is which is i think the same for erica jane how could you not know it's just like let's say your spouse is cheating right how could you not know like you know know what i mean home every day yeah you know so i take that as the you know i take that as the same as the same way if you're scheming money your spouse is scheming money or if your spouse is cheating you have to know something is going on something which is yeah how could you not know yeah you know so you know me like i am i don't even if i'm together with somebody if i feel a slight that your mood is changed your voice your your tone is off my mind is already like what yep yep what's going on what are you doing you know maybe that's we didn't grow up in like multi-million dollar like maybe they don't question shit you know no I question everything well yeah and that's what I said in the last podcast with the Miami girls when we were talking about Erica Jane I said listen I get a check in the mail for two dollars and I'm investigating where this bullshit's coming from like I don't trust anything I don't I question everything I analyze everything um that's me but at the same time let's say I married up and like he just took care of everything all the time and I had millions at my disposal and I got used to a life of 20 years just like writing checks like uh what's her name Kim Zolziak how she used to just like call what's his name Big Papa Big Papa yeah and just ask (laughs) for a fucking uh Cadillac with all the trimmings I don't I don't know maybe at that point you're you just don't question it because you're used to having millions I I don't know that life maybe maybe that's what happens (laughs) but they ended up having but with Erica they had two jets where are you getting money to make two jets well that's what we ask but do wealthy people ask that is my question or do they just assume it's a Tuesday 
listen, wealthy or not, I'm know. asking all the questions <laughs> that I need. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I'm terrified of the IRS, first of all. Okay. <laughs> if I've learned anything from the housewives. <laughs> we I'm got Teresa. All the well, now that I have you, let me ask you, what do you think about this Jen Shaw thing? This also came out right when I was leaving. Um, um wow. it was crazy because during the reunion, if I can remember, she said that she wasn't guilty. Oh okay. yeah, she, she stood by that. Yeah. Yeah, she she stood by her being very innocent and all those things. And I said, okay, you know, I didn't even bother watching the documentary like I watched um the Erica Jane one that came out on Hulu. So with Jen Shaw, I was just like, something had to happen because you don't have all these um all these assistants just 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 for play because what are you what is what are you doing that's so important in your life that you need to have 30 assistants (laughs) i guess now we know she needed to watch that cash flow and and uh hide it under payroll (laughs) and it sucks because she was one of my favorites i was a jen shaw fan um were you a jen shaw fan no oh okay so you're fine with it I really, I really liked Jen Shaw and Mary Cosby. I kind of like both. I tend to like the apparently the problematic ones. So I hope that's not bad that I really like Chanel. <laughs> I hope she doesn't become super problematic. Um, but what she are your problematic vibes? She is, Chanel doesn't Chanel doesn't give me problematic vibes. Yeah, because I tend to pick the problematic ones. I really like. I I was a big Jen Shaw fan. I was I um I liked Mary Cosby a lot in the way that she makes me laugh. Um, I think she's quirky, like you said. We need one that's always like that. I think she brought that quirky. Um, I want to see the Hulu on her church, though. I feel like there's a lot of shit going on there. <laughs> yes, and I don't believe that Mary Cosby's clean either. I don't. And think so either. I personally feel like she she left out early. Hell yeah, she saw she- the writing on the wall. <laughs> Yeah, because I promise you, if Mary Cosby would have stayed on for another season, they would have got her. Because ever since she started her first season, there were people that were talking to the cast, (laughs) that would talk to the cast and tell them about the church, you know? And And there was so much more speculations, especially on the internet, about her church. So if she, and being how she is, if she stayed on one more season, they would have got her. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for it. And the whole thing, I had even started a deep dive that I never got to post, but about her grandmother and the whole thing. I mean, it's just, it's it's yes. so salacious. There's just so much to her story. It's I'm bummed. Weird. Like, you're fucking your grandfather. Like, seriously? Yeah, I don't and care then, if he's a step-grandfather or not. I, yeah, that's what I said, too. I don't care. Like, he raised, what this, What in the Elon Musk, or what's his, the dad, Earl Musk? Oh, my God. Um, him, too. Him, Jesus. too. It's the same thing, because, like, this man raised saw mary cosby or mary whatever her last name was at the time um since she was four years old yeah (laughs) you you basically watched her grow up exactly and that's like how earl musk is he just had a second baby with his stepdaughter Mm -hmm. who he raised since she was like four or five she's now 35 but still yeah, and not to offend nobody, but that really is white people shit. Because you only, I'm sorry, you only hear white people do. Wait, but that's Mary Cosby. Like that. 
Oh. Well, yes, too. I mean, as I said, usually it's white Oh, usually. Okay. Have, you know? <laughs> usually. But when I was like, hold on, you... Your grandma told you to marry her husband? God said, uh-huh. <laughs> but then the other, the other speculations on he was supposed to marry some one of, one, of, one of the other kids. And I was like, I don't know. That's weird to me. I know. I don't know. I don't know so if he weird. did it for the money. I don't know. Well, but no, she inherited just... everything. I don't know. Like, these are the questions we need answers. But did she really have to marry him to inherit everything? Like, he could, she couldn't inherit everything without marrying him, you know? Like, oh, that what, part. Yeah. You know? So it's like, what, what was it? Cause even when you saw their scenes together, yeah, they looked weird and they yeah. looked out of place. And it's like, how did you guys keep this going if you guys look so out of place? Yeah. She, she's not. Yeah, she's done with him and that life. <laughs> Clearly, um, she'd rather sit in her closet. Um, so many questions. I mean, I'm very fascinated by Mary Cosby. I I need a spinoff. I don't know. That story cannot end there. But yeah, I think you're right. I think she saw it coming and she jumped ship. And she's like... She I had to jump ship, to, especially yeah. with, mm-hmm. with the ladies, more specifically like a Whitney... And the thing is, like, Whitney went to her church, brought her dad there, who has whatever issues he has going on, you know, and, like, now you're speculating, but you were just, you were just for her, her and her church, and now you have questions about it. I mean, Whitney's headed for her own financial catastrophe. And <laughs> from I can't what we wait. see. Yeah. <laughs> from what we are seeing. Um, plus, she has her, well, she was always honest about it. Um, I was going to say she has her own drama. Like they both were married. They, her and her husband, Whitney, and I forgot his name. They were both married. She was a secretary, had the, the typical office affair, got divorced. The church won't even marry them. Oh yeah. Um, so like, yeah, there's a whole lot there too with the, the Whitney Rose story, but Anyway, we digress. What are your, as as our uh, newest host and uh, the first one to recap Dubai, we have a, another host that might join us, but I didn't want to um, wait any longer because I have been waiting to talk to you for weeks. Yes. Like I'm like, is the season going to be over? And I know. I know, right? Um, but what is your thought so far? And even even if you want to include like where you're at right now with the journey, but um, how do you feel about Dubai? How do you feel about um, rep- I mean, I feel like you're not going to be happy with representation right now. But <laughs> everyone's talking about how boring it is and how lackluster it has. People need to keep in mind of its location and where it is. They have very strict laws, so of course. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get a Potomac. You're not gonna get an Atlanta. You know. You're not gonna get that drama, drama. Those fighting or a Jersey Shore where they're throwing shit at each other. Of course, you're not gonna get that because it's Dubai. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, outside of that, it's also its first season. So let's. I feel like give it another chance. Um, I feel like we can do without Sarah for sure. Um, if Nina has to stay, stay because I want to see what this house, apartment, this condo, <laughs> whatever, it's three floors or four floors. I want to see how that's going to look when it's done. Cause she lived in the Verge Khalifa in the Verge, or I'm probably saying that wrong in the Verge Khalifa and they're building this three story townhouse and an apartment. I don't know. Um, 
I like it so far, you know, because it's because it's, it's Lisa. Lisa's really selling me. I love her confessional looks. It's very on point outside of um, Ayan. I do like some of Sarah's confessional looks. I don't really like boring confessional looks to me. If I feel like I could put the pieces, pieces to myself, I don't really like it. But those three, they're giving me the words of Chanel. I'm not the problem. The problem is they're just basic. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I I give it so far being its first season. And from what I've seen, I give it a good seven. You know, it still has opportunity to grow. Yeah, it still has opportunity to grow. You know, again, it's its first season. Again, it's Dubai. They have they follow a whole different set of rules than we do here in the U.S. So I understood going into it that we're not gonna get the drama and the fights that we're normally accustomed to, you know. But I feel like people going into it, they think it's housewives. We're gonna have fights. We're gonna have things tossed. No, not in Dubai. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Maybe if they were in somebody's closed home, in their I don't home, know. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know, in a closed space, not in the public, then yeah, maybe so. But if they're out in public, we're not gonna get that, you know. And we have to be okay with that. I love it so far, episode one. I'm hooked. Um, I think they had a lot of drama. I actually had that same thought. I said, given that alcohol is limited, they sure seem to still fight like the, the women <laughs> do that have alcohol, you know? Yeah. They, um, they I still think get fine. into it with each other. <laughs> they sure do. With, yeah, especially when um, you know, and the thing is with Caroline, the more as the episodes go or as more as the episodes went and, you know, seeing her character and much so Brooks how she Shepard. is with her Brooks uh-huh. and, and seeing how she was with her son and when Sarah made the comment you know be a little more attentive towards him and how Sarah took it I mean how Brooks took it personal in the sense of I don't know I don't have nannies I don't have children but I feel like as a parent I would want to tuck my child in at night you know you're just you're hanging out with your friends it's not like you're in a business meeting Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like you could have tucked your child in instead of telling your nanny to go do it, you know, or, you know, she was talking about sending her kid off to boarding school and oh. Caroline. Yeah. And Stanberry was like, no, I don't think boarding school is a good idea because it's very traumatizing. You know, look at me. This is how this is why I am the way that I am, because boarding school sterilized me, mm-hmm. you know, and I hated my parents for it. And being that it's very un that's very non Latina of her of Brooke yeah to send him off we tend to want to yeah. stay together forever <laughs> and you know she was generations like, oh. <laughs> yeah and I was just like you know and don't okay coming from a Afro Latina household more specifically from Honduras uh-huh. um the parent the parental your parental figure is very stern. Mm-hmm. they do not show emotion so like all that coddling and you know you don't get that yeah because they were raised differently you know so the things that you want your parents to be attentive to and present for they're not gonna be there like that because their parents didn't raise them that way because their parents had their own trauma their parents were raising them in a different way 
right. you know, like my mom would tell me all the time, like my mom didn't show me affection like that. And that's why I'm not really affectionate towards you. It's, it's not that I don't love you, but it's like, I didn't grow up giving hugs, getting hugs, you know, I didn't grow up with this. And you, like my mom would tell me, like my mom told me, as soon as I had you, I knew I wanted to be different and I didn't want to be always cold to you the way that my parents were to me. Yeah. Cause people also have to realize my grandparents were first generation that migrated here to the U S you know, and listening to my abuelita stories, they grew up with nothing. Where did they you know? um, settle in, in East coast in Massachusetts or did y'all? Yeah, move? they, they, we, my grandparents settled in Boston. Um, from Honduras, they came and settled in Boston. Wow. I do Why have Boston? Other... I have no clue. I love I these stories. No you need to find out. We need to hear your whole family story. I love it. Well, when my abuelita <laughs> comes back, because I'm at my abuelita's house now, when she comes back, I'm going to ask her why, what made them choose Boston. Um, I knew New York wasn't going to work for us. A lot of Hondurians are in New York. A lot of Hondurians are in um, Texas. There is a lot of them everywhere, but mostly it's Texas, Honduras, and Florida. You don't really get a lot of them here in Boston. I mean, there is a little a little group of them, a little community, but it's not as strong as New York, and it's not as strong as Texas. Um, but the parents, the parents were raised differently. You know, they came from nothing. My grandmother would remind me all the time, came from absolutely nothing, came from houses, that were built with sticks with the they look like bamboo sticks but they're mm -hmm. not bamboo sticks um no electricity they didn't even have real floors you know they didn't have real bathrooms and stuff like that and to come here and bring your children here and make a life you know that was their main focus is surviving is wanting different from what they had back home right you know so coming up here you're gonna make it happen by any means necessary and if that means you have to work and like ignore your kids but you're not really ignoring your kids because you're working to provide better for them mm -hmm. you know right. so you're not going to get the affection that you always wanted but just know you know from, coming from a, a Honduran standpoint it's like we don't care about your feelings you want to do all that <laughs> crying and shit do that in the corner do yeah. that outside but don't do it in front of me because if you want something to cry about, I'm going to give you something to cry about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, have you, and, and I, and I can, um, understand that my mom, I always say was not the traditional fluffy Mexican mom with the, mm -hmm. the mija and the, the, no, my mom, mm -mm. but it comes from now that I'm older. I understand like how you're saying, you know, they grew up, very hard my my abuelita's life was also hard um so there was just like no room for that and no and feelings and all that my mom was always like quítate quítate ya para de chillar because I'm the big yeah. crier I'm the emotional one I'm the one always wanting to talk talk about feelings and my mom was always just like no 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 same thing she was always like so hard on me and 
um, it was really hard growing up because I was such an emotional child. Like I mm-hmm. felt everything and I want to talk about everything. That's why I have a podcast. Like I have an opinion about everything, you know, um, and that's part of the luxury of being born here. Right. Yeah. Like I, I get that time to think and feel. And, and like you're saying, she didn't have that. She was working. No. Since she was a little girl. Um, and just like all kinds of things. I remember coming home when I like had accolades at school, whatever. And, and I thought because my friend's parents were like, or oh, they're going to throw you a party for whatever thing I had accomplished. And then I would tell her, are you gonna throw me a party? And she's like, why? That's your this job. What you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, that's your job. Your only job is to go to school and you don't even have to go to work and go to school like that. Like, you should be doing better than that actually was her response to me <laughs> and I was just like oh, okay you're like yeah because as a child growing up you're not understanding you're like well, right. wait 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 what do you mean I didn't get or it. like when you have like parent conferences or like an open house or you have an award and you're getting an award but your parents can't make it because they have to work right and you feel some type of way you in a sense you feel neglected emotionally yeah (laughs) because you're like hey like it's you know look at me like I'm doing all these good things to get your attention but at the same time I can't get your attention because you have to work you're at work yeah yeah you're at work I used to be the kid that used to force her to tell me she loved me and she would leave for work in the morning and I'd be like tell me you love me mom what if you die and you never said it and she'd be like ay bien sabes que te quiero bye (laughs) yeah and you know as you're you're so right because as we get older you see it and you understand it but being a, but being a child you're not getting that explanation right you know because even hard. as a child <laughs> yeah because even as a child you can't even question right the actions that you're receiving back right you know because you're always told to stay in a child's place right or you know you, these are not things to question right or you know so it, it's hard but, you know, as I got older and I was able to, you know, tell these things to my mom and, you know, she told me, you know, it's not really you. It's just me. Yeah. Because basically my mom had me 17 going on 18. She walked she walked across the stage with me in her hand. Oh, wow. You know, She's so, young. yeah, she was young and we basically grew up with each other. Right. At, right. at this point. So it's like we're learning together. And don't get me wrong. I gave my mom a run for her money at all costs. (laughs) That's so cute. (laughs) But as I've gotten older and, you know, I put myself in therapy to to solve my issues. Because eventually when I do decide to have children, I don't want to carry my issues on to them. And I feel like parents do that. And it's not it's not their fault for doing so because sometimes our parents didn't get to live the life that we get to live. Right. They don't have the, they don't have the freedom that we have. Absolutely. You know, and that's so actually, actually perfect full circle moment. That was something that <clears throat> I finally had to like, let myself have great grace during this pandemic from the fact that I wasn't making the income I used to, I wasn't doing what I used to. I felt like such failure and it would be my mom, my, my hard ass mom. That was like, why are you being so hard on yourself? And I was like, why? <laughs> Cause you were my mom. Okay. So you were like so hard on me. And she said, well, I'm older now. Life changes. 
she's like, you know, take take a moment. She's like, take a beat. You've been working like nonstop. And I knew that took you, that took you like by surprise. Like, yes. what do you mean have a moment? What do you mean take a breath? Yeah, what? especially when she was like, where do you get this from? I'm like, oh my God, decades of you drilling that into me. Yes. And she, and it was real simple for her. She was like, oh, well, it's different now. That's all she said. Yeah, that's it. Like it, like it's nothing. It's, yeah, it's like a carpet. Like, it's, it's like a blanket. Different. And that's that's not good advice anymore. <laughs> she's like, no. Yeah, that's <laughs> for her. She's like, and she said the same thing. She said, you know, I didn't have much when you girls were growing up. I couldn't give you girls anything, but now I can at least give you time. Like if you need mm-hmm. more time to get on your feet, no one's pushing you out, you know, because I had to like leave my apartment in San Antonio and everything. And so like my world is upside down and now trying to glue the pieces back together. Yeah. She, who's forcing you to like rush though. She's like, take time. And I'm like, mom, but like, it's been two years. She's like, yeah, but it's been two years of a pandemic. Like it's barely been like six months of us being able to like go outdoors again. So like, right. it's very different now. She's so soft now. And she's like, yeah take your time you know it's just so different but and also it affects you more you more personally because you're also going through something that's um involving your health right you know and and it puts more of a strain on you than other people because you're when your health is in question it's like everything else is taking is t- is taking a landslide. Right. You know, you can't piece nothing right. back together right. because you're like you're more focused on your health, what's going on, why is it happening? It, can we is there a cure? Can we get it fixed? Like what Especially can we in do? Texas, we don't give insurance to people here. So like I what? can't even you don't no. have insurance? No. So like I can't even get Affordable Health Care Act or the Obamacare Act. Like none of that cuz the state denies it. So like, I I have yeah. It's a whole. Well, Texas is not the place for me to be. <laughs> no, no, girl, do not, not especially no, right now no, that no. we are like leading the movement on becoming the next Gilead. Like, no. <laughs> oh yeah, didn't, isn't it too the road versus Wade? I don't need to be there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, like I tell people, if it wasn't for the fact that I was born here, I, I feel like it's very much like having an alcoholic. Uh, uh, aunt, you know, like where you're like tied to it because you were born with it, but like you're constantly apologizing for it. You know, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, uh, back to our our point about our moms and like Caroline Brooks and all that. Yeah, I understand it so much more now. And now she's really soft, and now she's like re we're relearning each other and she's like mm-hmm. take time discover yes. other things like she's so different than when i was growing up and i'm just like what like did somebody uh. abduct you is this the <laughs> woman who was raising me who are you yeah. are you an imposter yeah but like it's like how you said like now we have the luxury as that generation like um she told me like I wasn't able to give you guys anything back then but now at least I can give you time you know like take time for your health take time for your mental wellness like take time and it's been so hard for me to just like settle in that thought of like okay let me it's barely now that I'm like okay okay I will take time um but yeah I think that's a lot of what I love about how when we talk about 
the housewives through the lens of Latinas. It's so different for us. And, and, and all Latina stories are different. And I'm mm -hmm. so bummed that Caroline Brooks is like, not repping for you because I was so excited. <sighs> She's not the girl I thought she was going to be. I don't know. She's just not the girl. And I don't know. I'm gonna give her till season two to redeem herself. Um she did have a moment with her mom. Um and they were like, you know, her they were talking about like, oh well, you know, someone critiquing me on my parenting style, but you know, I didn't find a problem with it because you guys raised me in a military, like almost a military style. So it didn't bother me much, um, which, like I said, I get it. But if they speak it's Spanish, like, do we get to see? No, more? no, no, no. They spoke English. They spoke English. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I get it. Like I said, I'm not a parent myself, but I always feel like when the time comes that you do have children, it's like you always drill it in your mind that you're going to be better than your yeah. parents. So that's what I thought that Brooks would take that route, you know, but her son's not even like 12 yet. And I'm like, damn, you're already trying to ship him off to boarding school. Like, what is he doing that you feel like he needs to be in boarding school? Like, what are you doing that you're too busy that you feel like you want to send him to boarding school? Right. You know? That was my curiosity about that. And it still didn't answer my questions. But then she went on social media and said that, or I think Twitter or whatever, that she's not sending him to boarding school. It was just like, uh, it was just out there. Mm -hmm. I'm like, mm, mm. we'll see, girl. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. We'll see. And what about, um, have you heard in the community? Like, is there buzz? Like, are people, were people excited? Or because you're in, in like the East Coast too, like, did you, I don't know, was like, because I know when Carrie Britt was cast on Dallas, even though um, I was living. Basura, basura, uh, basura. Yeah, exactly. Even though I was living far away, season one, I was very excited about her. Season two, literally, I launched a whole podcast because I hated her so much and I was so disappointed. <laughs> that was the reason I launched this podcast. It was all based on me and another Mexicana just dragging Carrie um, every episode. Um, but the first season, um, I was a big fan and like it rippled out. So like, did Carol Brooks being on, did it ripple out in the in the Honduran community or not really? Not really. I didn't really see any buzz about it. Ooh. And to be honest, she didn't really say who she was and what she's about. Yeah, she you know, didn't. After, because Lisa right away told us she's Jamaican. Yeah. I was waiting you know, for Caroline and, Brooks to rep it. And I'm like, hmm. no, she she wasn't giving. That's what I'm saying. Like, she wasn't giving what I thought she would give. And it, that's how she threw me off because I'm like, Okay, and you know, um, Lisa said, I think in episode two, that she has MRP, was it multiple something disorder, multiple person, multiple something personalities where <laughs> she could be Jamaican one day, she Afro-Caribbean this day, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. that day. Uh -huh. and I'm like, I could see that, but yeah. throughout the whole season so far, up until present, she didn't give me nothing that screamed Honduras, she didn't uh -huh. give me nothing that screamed anything. And I was just like, I thought you would be at least a little repping, a little Hell something. Yeah, a little flag in the corner or something. <laughs> something, <laughs> you know, at least palette. your mom or, or your mom bringing some goodies or from something. Yeah, uh -huh. You know, like we had Lisa in the kitchen cooking for Thanksgiving, yep. you know, and, you know, she had a little a dance hall party. 
what did Brooks give? Nothing. Not a damn thing. And that's thing. one thing we love about watching, um, like I love about Shaw's when they would do the food. Yeah, I love see, seeing other cultures and how they eat and, and how they converse. And I love Shaw's the Sunset. Um, and that was also something I was disappointed with in Carrie Britt. Um, she never did anything fucking Mexican. And then like the one no. time she had a meal, she like took them to a restaurant. I was like, bitch, make something, put some music on something. Not even that. Not even <laughs> Can music, I get some arroz? <laughs> Nothing. So uh, Brooks me. didn't really yeah. give she, she wasn't giving anything to the girls. So I want to give her I want to redeem her till second season. I want to see if she'll redeem herself. I most likely don't feel like she will. If you had um, to give a message and let's say an assistant, assistant, assistant of hers is listening to the podcast, um, what would you say to Caroline Brooks? As a fellow Hondureña. As a Hondureña, I need a little bit of more culture. You know, at least when your mom's in town, show us the dishes that you like, mm -hmm. you know, from Honduras that, you know, your mom can make. You know, or have you took your son? I don't even, I want to know when's the last time she even been to Honduras. Because if you tell me you haven't been in 10 years, child, hang it up. <laughs> hang it up. Hang it up. Hang it up. Hang it up. Because, you know, going on what you were speaking about traditions, mm. I am more so in tune with the traditions in my, in my family. Like, I'm in the kitchen with my abuelitas making baleadas, tortillas con frijoles, okay? I'm in there when she's making arroz con frijoles. I'm in there when she's making traditional dishes from our country because i know it's i'm the last leg to mm -hmm. pass it on to my children mm -hmm. you know so i feel like i need to be a part of that because you don't want to lose that that's just me in general you know you don't want to lose that aspect of who you are don't tell me you're from honduras and you don't know how to make tortillas okay <laughs> that's the easiest thing you can do <laughs> We didn't even see her cooking or nothing. Nothing. <laughs> what about music? No. Does she ever have the song on? No, not, not <laughs> even no music. No punta, no nothing. Like, so it makes me question, like, so girl, when was the last time you were there? What song do you need playing uh, conveniently in the background to give her so we, street cred? <laughs> so in Honduras, um, we have, like, this dance or this music called punta. So it's um native to the garifuna it's like a it's, you do a dance but you don't normally have to do the dance you could just listen to the music and like rock out at least a little something put some punta on so that people could know that you're from honduras that they know that you're a garifuna at least a little something i don't need a whole lot what's a dish you need in the background of a scene knowing that repping right there <laughs> tortillas tortillas it's the easiest thing make some tortillas with frijoles and we'll be good to go i'm like and, right. and if she steps up a little from that what what's like a for real like oh that's my girl um i don't really know like if i see She's some fucking like, mole in the background i'm like i wait that's an abuelita dish like that's a skilled dish <laughs> i guess if she has like a saint hanging somewhere i would be good <laughs> what else what are some other honduran um uh what do they call them egg um easter eggs in in a scene that you would you would be proud like okay that other hondurinians would know hondurans i i don't really know i'm i don't know i just need to do little things because like little things as latinas i way. think if we went into her bathroom and saw like a muñeca 
<laughs> covering the oh yeah child. a muñeca would be nice a muñeca would be nice or like a painting of some vegetables or something yes uh if i see an actual comal comal not like a, a fancy teflon but like the big iron old school one. oh yes yeah. oh yes 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 a nice um cast iron pan yes, would be yes. good okay give me a nice cast iron pan a cast iron pan you solidified for me <laughs> yes okay exactly uh none of this griddle and like new stuff no, when i no, see that no, no, no. the original i'm like oh like that heavy one that you yeah one the strength of the ancestors yeah, yeah. <laughs> One you almost need two hands with to, to, yeah. to even pick it up. Oh, so sad. She didn't rip. I, I thought I gave her a pass for episode one because I thought it would come. But no. I saw like everybody else repping. You know, we had um Sarah and, and Nina. We had Lisa putting it out there front and center. We had Chanel. She reps a lot. I mean, she, yeah, she brought gold. She gave, mm-hmm. she gave Lisa gold for Thanksgiving. She, when her and Brooks, when Chanel, Brooks, and Lisa had their, their Ponderosa, she gave, she gave, um, Brooks a pot of lemon, saying for my country, you know, if we're going through something, I give you lemons and we make lemonade. Something. Oh, that's so clever. Something. And now, it, Something. I forget, is she Ethiopian or Kenyan? I forget. Um, I think she's I don't remember. Even I just watched the episode. I know. I just I do watched it. Okay. Um, you know what she reminded me, and this might be a little bit before your time, but um, my mom was a big movies buff, so I saw a lot of things in the nineties. There was this beautiful supermodel, como le da aire. Um, I think her name was Grace Jones. Yeah, she does look like Grace Jones a little bit, right? Yeah, like, she does. Her, I think it's more so her face, her bone structure in her face. Yeah, it gives the Grace. It gives the it gives the Grace Jones. Yeah, like um, also a supermodel. So I'm like, yes. oh wow, yeah, no, but I think she's stunning. Um, Chanel, like. I do love, I love that it bothers Caroline Brooks. And she said, you know, Chanel walks in, her outfit walks in before her. Um, and the feathers and the ladies already be in your so face. bothered. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the ladies are so bothered. But it's like, what do you expect? She's you a supermodel. Yeah. And you know, because I know you didn't go too far yet, but when they had their engagement, um, Sergio and Stanberry, and the invitation said, wear white. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Chanel Ion, she was, I think before then, she had like a a fitting and she saw an outfit that she liked to wear to Stanberry and Sergio's engagement. And next thing you know, Stanberry's like, oh, you're trying to be like me. You came here in blonde hair and you're wearing a gown. Mind you, what? Chanel <laughs> only had on the blonde wig. She had on a white lace. It was a lace. Yeah, a lace leotard with a lace cape. Nowhere was that near a goddamn gown. And then Sergio, being the bitch that he is, oh. got pissed off too. <laughs> oh, she's trying to upstand. Up, what is it? Upstand? What is it? Upstage. Is it upstand? Upstage you. Uh-huh. And then they kept talking about it and talking about it. And so like, everyone's coming up. Everyone's coming up to you asking you if you're the bride and you're taking away from me. And she's But she like, asked everybody to wear white. Okay, so you ask everybody to wear white. What the fuck you think is gonna happen? No, first no, no, no. of all, if I have it. everybody wearing white, I'm showing up in blue and I'm showing okay. up in green or red as the bride. 
Okay? Y'all can wear white. <laughs> That's one. Two, you invited someone to your party who you know, who you know is going to use it as a runway. So right. why would you set yourself up? <laughs> hmm? Well, and she's if you're telling little... everybody to wear, yeah, and if you're telling, and like you said, if you're telling everybody else to wear a certain color, that takes you, and you're afraid that you're gonna somebody's gonna upstage you. That's where you take it, and you yeah. wear a different color. Right, right. That's what I would do. I would set y'all up. Everyone wearing white. <laughs> because it, honestly, the outfit that Stanberry had on was cowboy boots and a piece of glitter curtain, a ah, piece of high low glitter curtain. Ah. And I was just like. <laughs> I don't understand. And it's crazy because you were a fan. So like you yes. really dislike her this this time around. <laughs> you know, and I don't know her personally, but I'm like, this is not the Stanberry that I'm familiar with. Like, who is this lady? <laughs> this is Mrs. Like, Caroline. <laughs> yes, especially as, it's just throughout the seasons, I just don't like her um her microaggression to Chanel Ayan, I just don't like it. I, it bothers me. And I, I feel like you're going to see it too. It's the little microaggressions that she does that I don't like. And then everyone else just goes behind Stanberry like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her minions. And I'm like, Well, no. I did see that just in the little ending of this fight that we have on the rooftop. Um, first of all, nobody followed the rules. I thought that was funny that Caroline Brooks uh, brought that up, that everybody was supposed to wear pastel. Nobody wore pastel except Caroline. <laughs> and um, you see right away, she like the alliance. I don't know if this is still an alliance, but between Caroline and well, the two Carolines, um, they kind of backed each other in that moment against uh, Chanel because Chanel calls her out and says, Brooks, didn't you do this, that, that or the other? And she backpedals and she's like, well, I didn't say she said it. I said it. And then they ask uh, Stanberry, did you say this? And she says, no, I didn't. And then Brooks is like, well, I said it. But then Caroline, mm -hmm. um, then Stanberry backs her because it's against Chanel. And she says, well, but now I stand by it. Even if I didn't say it then, I, I stand by it now. Like, in other words, wish I had said it. Yeah, and they so still do have an They kind of like look at each other and they smirk and they like each lift an eyebrow to each other. And I was like, oh, you guys are like doing that whole thing. So I was like, oh, yeah. okay. She's Me personally, if I'm on any reality show, I'm going to stick with the minorities. Okay. I mean, that you would think anybody Latina, anybody Black, we're a group because at yeah. the end of the day, regardless of where we're you the go non the world, white people. <laughs> Exactly. And it's always us against them. Right. Okay. So that's why I said, like, uh, Brooks just took me off. I was just like, girl, but what? see, that's how I felt about Carrie Britt. Like, you would think after everything she went through season one um, with the racism with Leanne Lachlan, you would think she would be sympathetic to the first Asian housewife. And no, she was and that's not. What she was me a total asshole and jumped on the fucking white woman bandwagon because of her proximity to whiteness and she's white yeah. passing. And, yeah. you know, I often said that she doesn't bother them as much because she looks like them. Um, yeah. She's palatable and she has a whole fucking blog or podcast with uh, Cam. 
And then you had people like Bershawn. They have a podcast together. Oh my God. Yeah. But like they've had people that uplift them. Like Bershawn from New York has been on it. Well, Brashan gives me Trumper vibes anyway. Oh my God, so. no. Does she? <laughs> she gave it to me. As soon as I saw Brashan, I was like, all right, it gives me Trump vibes. <gasps> it does. It does. It's, it's the little things in this how she was towards Ebony. Yeah. Like, I was just like. I was a big no. Ebony fan. Were you an Ebony fan? Yes, of course. I was okay, good. Because like, I, I, I felt Ebony. like I was alone a lot on that one. <laughs> I was like, no, I, I love Ebony. Emily, Ebony K. Williams, damn it. <laughs> because, you know, a lot of people, most, more, more specifically like Ramona, they will take it a negative way. But it's like, the thing is, here's the thing. When us Black or Latinas, when we come into a room, you automatically know people are intrigued by who you are. And what's going on with you? Mm-hmm. You know, they're intrigued to an extent because, you know, people love to be fucking nosy, <laughs> you know? And once they see your hair or they see how you dress, like, they want to touch. They want to be involved. So it's like, I felt like Ebony was giving that to the girls. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're uh-huh. not, not going to whitewash with me. Absolutely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you in and we're going to show you the proper way to do things. Mm-hmm. Cause the way I was going was too reckless, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of microaggression when Ebony was on the cast there too. You know, with Luann and absolutely, Luana. I mean, there was Jesus. so much microaggression going on. You know, and people were blind. People chose to turn a blind eye, and you know, especially post, and no one they didn't do a reunion. And you know, I feel like the reason why they didn't do a reunion because of the backlash. Oh, for sure, for their OGs. Yeah, of course. You know, because you have these wealthy white women. They don't know what poverty is. They don't know what the struggle. They don't even know what the struggle looks. The struggle to them is not getting what the fuck they want when they want it. Mm-hmm. That's their struggle. Mm-hmm. Okay? They don't know nothing else. Yeah, they have a sad upbringing. Oh, you know, I was. I didn't have anything. I was poor and... You know, whatever, whatever. And I made it out myself. Okay, that's great. Yeah, but you were allowed to walk on the street. Okay. <laughs> that's what I always say. Yeah, okay. but you were, you were allowed to eat food. Okay. <laughs> it's different. You know, oh. p- because of the color of your skin, more doors open for you Absolutely. than for the next person. Okay. Absolutely. Because of who you knew or who you know, you were able to get a lot of opportunities. You know, it's not the same way for people who are darker skin tones uh-huh. and who are other and who are minorities. You have to right. literally blood, sweat, and tears, and even then it's not enough. Right. Right. No, I mean, I mean, so much that I have said in the past in my post. Um, I feel like there was a small group of us that were um, Ebony Bravo fans that actually uh called it out and um i don't know sometimes i don't know i don't know where the alliances get mixed up like your point i i very much am that way too like i'm walking in a room um unless you're a real piece of shit if you're a non-white cast member i got your back like i'm going to support you and even if you're a little reckless, I'm going to pull you aside on the side and be like, don't fucking be dumb like that again. But I got your back. <laughs> you know, okay. like I will scold you in private. You got to be real, real awful for me not to have your back. But then there's 
there's these moments, like I said, that's why I'm so confused with like, and, and I haven't picked up from where I left off, but like Garcelle and Sutton. And I'm like, Garcelle, how do you not see how Sutton clearly has an issue with Crystal? Clearly. Um, well, is it because Crystal's Asian or is it because of something else? I think Sutton has an issue with Crystal because Crystal's Asian. Yes. I just don't understand why Garcelle cares and gets involved on behalf of Sutton. Like, white women are fine. We don't need to ever jump in and de- like, that's, that's what I feel. Like, why are you defending her? Sutton's fine. She's not a victim. She's not a little girl. She wants to, like, play with the big girls. She can go toe-to-toe. There's no need for you to defend her against Erica or jump in for Chris. Like, that's the part I don't understand. Like, but then I wonder, um, is it because Garcelle wasn't raised in the United States and therefore her mm, under not understanding, but her experience of like the South and being black in the South? Is there something different? Because she grew up, she didn't come here until she was 20 and she was already a model. So like her experience is very different than from a black woman growing up in the South. That's what I wonder. Right. Does it, does it change? Is that why she's able to like, I don't know, rally for sudden and be an ally for sudden? I don't know. But what do you uh, think you about make me You make me want to watch BH all over again to see if Sutton, if, if it's, if it's Sutton that has a problem with Crystal being Asian. Well, it started last year and I've been a big vocal Crystal fan, but I started as a Sutton fan. I was part of the people that were like demanding her diamond. I fucking love Sutton. But in that very first episode um, where she she did the fucking white woman tears and started doing the whole I don't see color as Crystal was in the middle of talking about how her father was um constantly attacked as an asian man and what what that meant to her as a little girl watching and then uh sutton cuts her off and starts crying and says but i'm not that kind of white woman i don't even see color and so that right before she even got into that whole thing that's when crystal turned around and said please tell me you're that girl please tell me you're that girl that says i don't see color and then Sutton was like, I don't and started crying. And I was like, oh, my God, with the white woman tears, I fucking can't. Um, that's where I started changing. And then after that, she kept coming at Crystal and then demanding apologies from Crystal, uh, saying that she wanted an apology for Crystal making her feel like she was that kind of white woman. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was all last season. And then they like squashed it and their frenzies. But then this season, it was just really weird. Like it started all over again. And well, Crystal said that Sutton said something dark and she wouldn't say what she said that was dark. Oh, that's right. If that's right. That's if you're right. going to go to national television, said that said something dark. What the fuck is it that you said? And don't say, oh, well, you should know. Clearly not. Well, you know. here's the thing, though. When we rewatch that episode, Garcelle's the one that brings it up. Remember, everybody squashes it and everybody's like ready for a hug. And then Garcelle's like, oh, wait, something I want to ask you. And then Garcelle says, I know this might be unpopular opinion, but oh, yeah, that's what pissed me off. She tells Crystal last season when you told her, tell me you're the white woman that doesn't see color. I think you were setting her up. What kind of allied bullshit is that? Garcelle, you are like now 
pulling back a conversation and saying, by the way, I think you set up the white woman. Like, are you fucking kidding me? What? What is that? That and so Garcelle starts with that, and then Crystal says, "Well, you guys didn't hear the whole conversation of the hours," and she said something that was really dark to me, and then that's where the whole dark comment comes. And my thing is, I don't give a fuck. Like, why do I have to validate it if it's dark to me? A lot of a lot of people came to Mary Cosby's defense, and a lot of black content leaders from the Bravo Housewives world came to Mary Cosby's defense when she talked shit about Mexicans. That shit is dark to me. I had a fucking problem with it. I don't fucking like it. And I am very vocal about it. That's dark to me. But you know what? It didn't bother a lot of other non-white creators. It wasn't dark to them. So when well, it comes saying, to Well, saying dark, that, it, it did offend me because I was like, why would you, why would you say that? <laughs> you know, if you're going after race or was it nationalities, but that okay. was my point. There's other non-white uh, creators. It it might not be dark to them. It might be just like faux pas or wrong, but they a lot of them came to her defense and like brushed it off. And I was really surprised and I was pissed, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep doing me and I'm just going to keep calling shit out wrong. Like whether it's Carrie Britt, whether it's Mary Cosby, like I don't fucking like it. I don't like it. Um, But with Mary Cosby, I don't think she should have been off the show. And I did a whole long thing on this back then. Um, cause I genuinely enjoy her on the show, but yeah, as a Mexican, I was a hell of fucking offended. That shit was racist. That was not cool, but people brushed it off. So like when it comes to making her, well, declare... people always brush things off until it's them. Right. <laughs> right. That's what I, that's what I always yeah. say. It's never a problem until it happens. Until it is. Then, right. <laughs> then yeah. the uproar start. Well, and that's why I quickly put it up for anyone that questioned. I dragged Carrie Britt for days. Like I launched a whole podcast just to talk shit about her. So like I'm an equal opportunity dragger. Um, if you're fucked up, you're fucked up. That's just it. Um, and even if I know I'm in the wrong, I'll say like, I'm well aware. I'm the unpopular opinion. She's horrible, but I like her. Um, but with um with this whole dark comment, how do I know it like what I validate? Like if she felt it was dark, is dark to her? Cause like what if I listen to it and like you said, it doesn't really affect me the same way because I'm not Asian. But maybe it's really dark to her. And honestly, what I think it is, from what I know of Sutton, Sutton loves to make a tragic case about herself. So like what's her name is held up at gunpoint. She tells a story how they were intruded on someone does something. She tells a story on how someone in her family died horribly. So I think when she felt guilty about coming for crystal, I, I guarantee you, this was not about a pool, the kids with the pool and all that. I promise you, I think she probably told the story about how an Asian person once did something horrible to her and her family therefore justifying her negative sentiments and so it would be like equivalent to someone telling me oh it's because uh, someone mexican once held up my dad at gunpoint or something and it makes my people horrible and now i can't tell you you're horrible for seeing color or whatever you know like it takes it's that narcissistic tendency i think that's what it is um I think she was justifying why she maybe is saying shit about Asians. But my point is, I don't understand why Garcelle gets in to defend Sutton. I don't understand that. 
And so you as a fan, like, what do you, th- I've asked this before. Nobody really says anything in the comments. Um, what do you think? <sighs> you that deep I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, in a sense, I kind of get why Garcelle sticks by Sutton. Okay, tell Sutton, us, because I, I don't get Sutton, it. Sutton's the odd man out. It, if you haven't noticed, technically none of the girls like her. Yeah. None of them. So... I feel like Garcelle uses that as her strength that none of the remaining women like Sutton enough to deal with her, you know? But in regards to like, oh, you know what? I don't feel bad for Garcelle. I don't, I'm not going to ever be negative on Garcelle sticking up for Sutton because the way the Fox fours, five stick up for each other I, I feel like well it, that's it, it fine is- but do it to those bitches like crystal's brand new too like aren't we as the non-anglo white women supposed to stick together that was my point no but crystal already picked the side what she side picked fox, she picked the fox force five they you, don't she's not part of them she was part of them when she first came on okay she oh because of kathy mom. kathy hilton yeah not but she's been the kathy only hilton. one that's who brought her in though no kathy yeah that was her yeah that was her intro outside of kathy because kathy's not part of the fox force five but she's the one that always defends garcelle and tells them when they're being um internalized racist she calls them out i feel like that's after the fact though i don't feel like it's before then Uh uh-uh she has told them (laughs) many times because i've tweeted and i'm like that that's how you do it she has said um you get, you know, like you shouldn't say that because, you know, there's a lot of people that would feel this way. Like I'm not black, but I'm also not white. And I would be offended if you said that about, you know, and like they, cause they feel comfortable around her cause she's not black, but right, she's, quick of to, they, she's quick to check them though. She's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, I don't think she's part of them at all. I think she's well, like after, all alone after the, well, this season, after that dark situation, I did begin to like Crystal more. Sometimes I feel like Crystal's a pick me. Sometimes, sometimes. What is that? I feel a pick me is like, um, I, I want to be included too. Oh. Like, <laughs> you know, like she has to be a part of something. But when I saw that, you know, when she was sticking up for Garcelle's son after erica i haven't even seen that episode but you see what i mean oh my gosh yeah after erica like was very disrespectful to an adolescent okay and crystal was like oh no she shielded that boy away like don't pay attention to them la 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 la. i'm like okay you know what at least you got respect for some kids because doree was sitting right next to erica and didn't say shit but in a confession they're like oh my god I was, it was horrible. I was, I was just lost for words. But you right next to her laughing with her. Well, but this I don't give a fuck if we're in the moment or not. I don't care if we're in the moment or not. You do something out of character in front of me, specifically to a child, I'm coming for you. We don't got to be friends after that. But, but I'm see, coming for you. It tracks though. Remember that big dinner they had and I recorded it. I meant to post it, never did, but I'll get to it. Um, Last season where... Kathy Hilton is also pulling the I don't see color card and and talking about how her and Michael I love how she swears 
we all had the same experience she did when she's talking about growing up with Michael Jackson. And I'm like, do you see how that is not everyone's experience? <laughs> like the wealthy people in this world or the climbers in this world. Um, and then Garcelle says this whole great speech about how it is just different, you know, and that she has to tell her sons as young black men in the world. And she goes into the whole thing. But that conversation started because Crystal was saying that um, it is a very different experience to be a non white presenting person in the world. And she said, although, you know, I am skin color white, my features, my name, my background, everything tells everyone I'm other when I walk into the door. And she was talking about how she was bullied all the time in school and problems they had with the police and how that affected her father and all these things she was telling about the non-white woman experience. And then that's when Garcelle um, also joined in on that conversation. So these are two non-white cast members, which is why I will never understand her defending a Southern white woman with money like fucking Sutton. Um, but then it tracks to my point with what you were saying. Um, Dorit then chimes in and says how she's raised her children with diversity in her house because all the maids and everyone they've ever seen is Mexican or Central American. Uh, Dorit, Dorit can go play in traffic. Dorit can go play in traffic. And Garcella asked her, accent. are they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dorit. I know, I know we have a lot of Dorit fans, but I'm not one of them. <laughs> is hilarious but Garcelle calls her out and she says do you see how you just named all the working staff all your help yeah all the help because <laughs> it's really only their help that is diversified white. yes PK and I believe in diversity in the house <laughs> so it tracks what you're saying I haven't seen the episode but that makes total sense to me because she only believes in being I don't know what a diverse friend when it comes to the help <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god so much fun but for everyone listening um clearly we're gonna keep covering Dubai but I always I've been waiting so long to get a hold of our schedules together that I really wanted to just pick um our new co-host host brain because she's our first first hondureña so uh <laughs> Rebbe, hey i always tell when we have a first shout out to the listeners that are also um is it hon what are the women is it hondureñas hondureñas Lati um hondureñas work hondureñas is there called hey stop i mean i, I say latina Honduras, but is there like an insider you know like like puerto ricans have boricua or like you know morenas um, okay so let's give a shout out to the listeners what do you want to tell specifically the the fans that are of honduran background that are watching latinas watching bravo you're representing <laughs> so what's your message <laughs> I mean, we have to continue to survive regardless of the war on women. Sorry for my dog. Regardless of the war on women, we still have to continue to survive because the world does not exist unless we're on it. Oh, I love that. You got a bark of solidarity. 
<laughs> oh my god i had so much fun thank you so yes, much for spending too. time with us um we are going to continue this so everyone keep tuning in we're gonna get to episodes two and three and then if, if some of them leap in and like sometimes we just get filler episodes we can just like keep moving forward um and we're gonna catch up guys so stay with us the real housewives of dubai breaking all kinds of barriers and thank you so much to ella our newest co-host and thank you for having me it was so much fun i can't wait and uh, we'll see you guys next time latinas watching bravo bye